Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNDR Presents. This is going to be my first impressions video on Division 2. Sunk a couple hours in there, got to level 5, worked through a lot of the map, just kind of in the initial area, playing a lot of the side missions and little side things. Wanted to give you guys my thoughts. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, I'm probably live right now. You can catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. There is a link below if you want to catch me live. If I'm not live, just click the follow button. If you're watching on YouTube, hit and subscribe or the like button is an easy way uh, to support what I'm doing here. So, I want to break the first impressions into three parts. I want to talk about the graphics, the gameplay, and then longevity. I think this would be a pretty good flyover of the game right now to sort of give you a picture if you want to dive into the game or not. So you're going to want to stay for all of it, especially the longevity aspect of this discussion. The graphics, let's just start there. First of all, you're going to notice if you play Division 1, it's already a lot brighter, there's colors, it's not so drab and gray and wintry and snowy. Um, Everything feels a little bit more lively and bright. They don't hold back on that when you first start. You're in areas where there's lush green and kind of swampy areas and trees and water and I think that's a really really good sort of juxtaposition visually to let the player kind of experience that coming out of the gate so they know that they're about to jump into a a new game you know this is this is a new game this is a new title it's very, very different than Div 1 in those respects. It's not going to have that same tone and feel as a blizzard-riddled, I think it was, what was it, Chicago in the first game. Uh, it looks and runs very, very smooth. I had a little bit of an issue with some hitching. It seemed related to where there's like, it's like a kill feed, but it's where your loot shows. Like, you know, it says so-and-so got, and it like lists all of the things. Oh, it was New York. I'm sorry. I think Watch Dogs was Chicago. I got confused. That's right. It was, uh, it was Manhattan for the first one. It was Chicago for watchdogs. Uh, so I had a few hitches and it seemed to be related to like loot. It would like say, oh, here's all the loot that you got. And then it would like cause this weird hitch and it was loot that I had already received. So I shut the game down, came back in and that stopped happening and so did the hitches. There also seemed to be something strange going on with that first mission and people were saying, oh, I was having hitches too. I was having it, you know, it was hitching and grabbing too on the first mission. And I thought, okay, maybe that was it as well. Um, it could have just been server side. The game seems to run very smooth, and again, it could have been a server side thing. Now, personalization is a huge win in this one over the first game. You can randomize your character if you want, but when you're done randomizing, it gives you the option to personalize. And we were kind of joking and laughing. My character, I mean, it looks like me, you know, with aviators on. We were having a good time laughing about that. And we, you know, we call him Aviator Jesus, and it was a really, really good time. The other thing that is really, really key is the way that loot changes your appearance. You can see here, if you're listening to audio, you can't see this, but I'm showing my backpack. The various backpacks that I've used, they look dramatically different than the others. The armor that you're wearing, the holsters, the knee pads, all of it looks very, very different. And I really, really appreciated that as I was changing my loot, seeing things change. The other nice thing about that is whenever you're you're changing your gear, this is a pair of green gloves level 5 and they're Alps Summit armaments. So you even at the lower levels, that personalization is going to be there and you're going to get some of those benefits as well. I liked how the one chest piece that matched the one uh, the one backpack it had a look and a feel and I thought that was a really really cool win that's a big win for the player if you want that customization so overall I think great graphics the game runs smooth and there's new layers of personalization that I didn't feel was there before as well as the game just feels brighter and nicer than the uh, the blizzard now gameplay uh, 
gameplay. This is a big one, because I know a lot of people, myself included, the cover-based stuff can get a little bit old. You're constantly hiding. It can get a little mundane. Uh, It doesn't seem to do that well on Twitch, because obviously once all the big streamers stop streaming it, we'll be really having to see how the live viewing audience is responding to Division. Whenever the heavy hitters stream a game game like this, the directory looks very healthy, but once a lot of those people leave or start streaming other games, we'll see what sort of reservoir of viewership there is. I think it's difficult for people to watch because it's not that it's cover-based. It's that you're hiding in cover so much. So many people run to my comments and try to, like, scold me because they're like, it's a cover-based shooter. I can't stress this enough. I'm not against cover-based mechanics. It's that you have to hide so so much you're not really using the cover you're just kind of sitting there and hiding um i will say that getting in and out of cover grabbing cover and mantling is significantly better than the first game it feels smoother i was definitely playing aggressive diving grabbing a wall diving grabbing a wall uh mantling over stuff i actually felt a little bit more in control now i do think sometimes you grab a hold of stuff and you kind of sit next to it and that can be a little bit frustrating but it is a game where you can hide on a wall or a box or pretty much anything and that adds that layer of engagement that I think is necessary just you know you just have to watch that when you're getting close to stuff I did think the in and out of cover mechanics and movement felt better and and more uh, more fluid there was more fluidity now I said this in the beta first impressions video. Ability refreshes are still a cause for complaint. I'm see, you know I'm seeing people tweeting and saying some of these refresh rates are just ridiculous. Like you get your ability like what every minute and a half. That feels like a long time when fights generally if you once you don't have your ability and you use your gun by the time you're done with the fight, your ability comes back. That seems dissonant with respect to the rhythm of how the fights go. You're getting your armor back anyway when the fight's over. You know, you get really, really, really low health. But it's like, if if I'm having to wait that long to get certain abilities back, there's, I know people are going to say endgame Lono, endgame min-maxing. Here's the thing. Min-maxing in the endgame for your abilities, in my mind, would be to make them stronger and have really good refresh rate. But out of the gate, I feel like so many of the abilities are just not present. But I will give you some advice for early game fun okay I really enjoyed running the chem launcher healer it is called uh, what's the exact name for it because it's the reinforcer the reinforcer chem launcher combined with the crusader ballistic shield is really really fun because the the, the chem launcher gets three shots and it refreshes pretty quickly if you want to heal yourself just double tap the ability and you'll just put it on the ground to heal yourself or you can shoot it at your buddies it actually heals the shield it heals the shield so that's really, really helpful. You can use your shield, you start getting shot, you can put the healing thing on the ground, and it'll start healing uh, the shield, which is I found that to be really, really useful a few times. So in the early game, when you're thinking, I kind of want to combine survivability with also just having an ability, presence, or aggression, I was able to play pretty aggressive sometimes, and that I liked. I didn't like feeling like, oh, I'm just going to have to hide behind everything because I'm weak, okay? So they may want to look at some of the other abilities because I felt like my shield and my chem healer I was using the I was using constantly and I remember in the beta 
feeling like I could not get my abilities to come back. Now, someone in chat is saying if you cancel your ability before it finishes, you only have half the cooldown. That may have been a patch from the beta. I would get rid of my turret, and I didn't feel like it netted me any energy from my ability. So maybe they've streamlined some of that. I do think the shield and the chem the chem healer are nice because they're one and done. After you shoot that chem heal, it's immediately refreshing your third charge because you have three total. So I would encourage you to try that. New guns feel really good compared to other guns. When I got guns that were stronger or shot faster or had better stats and stability or whatever, I loved sensing a switch in efficiency. There was no question that, wow, this gun's better than the last gun that I had. Uh, I'm using a Police M4 now. I actually haven't tried it out. I got it yesterday as I was shutting down. And I did get the Lullaby pre-order bonus uh, gun. I'll be anxious to put that thing down. That thing is already still strong and I'm a level 5 and it's a level 1. One, uh, but it is really, really strong. So the new guns feel better. The loot is everywhere. There's just loot everywhere. There's there's loot around corners. There's these little gates you can shoot open by shooting the locks. I was going into buildings and there was like little puzzles to solve. There was a door that I could tell I could get in the room. I had to go around like shoot through a hole and knock the lock off to open the door. I mean, there's just stuff everywhere. And I love that sense of exploration and checking every nook and cranny having a sense of reward. Just hitting those little buttons, getting those little things to fire in my brain of like, ooh, a piece of candy that is I think a really really good thing that is in the gameplay check every corner check every wall Uh, if you go into a room just ride that outer wall there's stuff all along little boxes little things that are going to help you uh, and finding guns and loot just feels great especially in light of what I just said Really think about the fact you can get a pair of green gloves that are Alps Summit armaments. And if you can get other gloves or other pieces of armor, I'm sorry, that have that as well, you can get builds in the early game. Now, you're not really going to grind that. You're not going to try and find, I want to get an all green Alps armament to drop. But that can just add that layer of, number one, it's educating the player. From the very beginning of the game, it's giving you a taste of endgame build and having a set of gear. This is something that other games could learn from. One of the mistakes I believe Anthem made is you don't really get a taste for the strong and diverse builds until you start getting Masterworks. Right now, the lowest tier gear in the game, well not lowest, but second to lowest green gear, is educating the player that there are brand sets that add perks to your loadout and have thematic appearance and really make you feel that sense of there is stuff to chase there is customization here so let's use that to transition to the end of the talk here longevity I believe this game is built to last I said that after the beta I said that on our podcast this feels like the first looter shooter and a a spree of looter shooters that is truly built to last. It has endurance. They've been thoughtful about the end game, the tears, all of that. I'm not even into it yet. Every video I see, every article I read, every tweet I see, people are saying the end game is substantive. It's long. They were thoughtful about all these things and you can sense it just in the early game grind when you're picking up loot and picking up gear. There's no question that they thought about it. Even the early builds and the early things you're picking up is addicting. I'm not even in the end game and I'm picking up loot and I want to keep playing. I want to keep chasing. So it's definitely built to last. The end sounds very promising. Very promising as far as an end game. I'm not even into it yet and I'm looking forward to it. 
right now i am addicted to clearing the map one of the fun things you can do in the beginning is just clear a map area all i worked on was this precinct i got these control points i did public events i was searching unknown activities i was finding the the shd tech caches I really, really love the layers of influence here. As I'm doing these things, I can invest in these these control points and get benefits. I then am investing in the settlement and getting benefits from that, seeing the settlement change. I am clearly seeing a sense of investment in the game as I play, and I think that's a huge, huge win for players that don't want to just blindly going through shooting stuff and getting loot. I will say my only feedback right now is I'd love to see more presence of the abilities in the early game because I think they are fun and I think their lack of presence is a shortcoming in the game. The gunplay isn't super satisfying um, and I think that'd be a good mix up of having cover based movement, cover based mechanics, shooting and abilities don't have them so uh, so minuscule. Even in the end game part of the demo that I played, abilities still felt a little underrepresented or even oftentimes clunky and too difficult to use so that's my first impressions of division 2 looking forward to playing it more grinding it more doing more of these talks we're going to transition to a question and answer session so if you're here live right now you can submit questions i'm going to put them on the screen i'm going to interact with you guys it's like a live interactive radio show if you're listening to this on itunes google play spotify or watching on youtube you can always tune in live twitch.tv slash say no to rage as with all of my content i appreciate you watching and listening please like share and subscribe